Yeah, yeah, this is DRS, Broken English Gang Manchester for Life. And you listen to Valiant MC on the vocal podcast. Cheer, 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 cheer. So you can bring them on Send on some boy them back to kingdom come They shall rejoice the day they hear I fall, yeah No sound contest so you can bring them on No sound contest so you can bring them on Send on some boy them back to kingdom come they shall rejoice the day they hear I fall, yeah No sound contest so you can bring them all Another system burial, sound boy dead again, anonymous gravestone, need no evidence. Brought down your dub plate, chop and sever them. We can see you shaking, you shook and hesitant. Sound boy burial, system dead again, anonymous gravestone, need no evidence. Brought down your dub plate, chop and sever them. Brought down your dub plate, chop and sever them. Sever them, we can see you shaking, you shook and hesitant. Sound white burial, system dead again, anonymous gravestone. Leave no evidence, broke down your dog plate, chop and sever them. Broke down your dog plate, chop and sever them. Sound contest so you can bring them all Send all some boy them back to kingdom come They shall rejoice the day they hear I fall, yeah No sound contest so you can bring them all No sound contest so you can bring them all Send all some boy them back to kingdom come 
They shall rejoice the day they hear I fall, yeah No sound can test so you can bring them on Another system burial, soundboy dead again, anonymous gravestone Need no evidence, broke down your dub plate, chop and sever them We can see you're shaking, you're shook and hesitant Soundboy burial, system dead again, anonymous gravestone Need no evidence, broke down your dub plate, chop and sever them Broke down your dub plate, chop and sever them This is Valiant MC. This is episode one of my podcast, The Vocal. That tune was No Sound by DRS featuring L Side. We've got an interview with DRS a little bit later on, but in the meantime, I'm going to be running down my favorite drum and bass tunes of 2018. This next one coming in is from myself, Will Miles, and Anastasia, and it's from my EP of the same name that came out this past summer. And it's called the Ronin. So here we go. Illuminating snakes It doesn't matter that I've done this for years Cause everywhere I go, you know, I've seen lots of peers I'll do the wayside despite the fact that they're better than the headliner Wipe the slab to the face of the dedicated Underestimated, overlooked, unsung warriors I was shook The futility of the struggle just to get booked It made me second guess every path that I took Looking back, all these people keep falling out Broken promises, collaborations be stalling out So I'm shedding any semblance of reliance on any other soul But my own, I'm self-guided, I'm a Ronin
bother to impress his hating fakers Pointless to even try chasing vapor I see right through them like a tracing paper But my goals are way bigger than just making paper I'm trying to build my legacy timeless It's how I really wanna be remembered by this Generation and all the ones that follow Superficial so-called artists are so spineless Chasing after the likes, racing after the fame Believing in their own hype always ends up the same I refuse to compromise, blaze my own trail no matter how small the flame So I gotta walk this path alone, maintain my own vision for this path to grow But I'm not trying to be another fucking clone So I'm suited up and ready to go, cause I'm a rodent Wasting any more time, we're gonna get into this next track. It's by Euphonique and it came out on her EP on Audio Addict. This one is featuring Diligent Fingers on the vocal. It's called True. So take a listen, this is the vocal.
Yeah, me nah ramp, me nah pet, nah powder Every time we come we just want the bass up louder Tech 2 drive and go out for 5 hours hour Them type of power, believe me, see Cause me nah in all them fuckery, jealousy Politics, them things nah touch me I'm a true junglist, so trust me Them dibby dibby blue cheese things won't touch me To Only deal with 
This is the vocal, here we go.
Conrad Subs that just came out in Duddy Bass Audio and it is called Update Funk on his EP of the same name. This is the vocal. Giving me the slip This is the season of my discontent Pulling me down 20,000 leagues Quick cement in my feet Cause I'm a victim of my own making Drain the blood slit my wrist with procrastination Slow death, no sweat Cause I'm not creating anything worth a goddamn It's just so aggravating I wanna bang my head against the wall Feel the plaster crumble Trip on the past, I stumble And at last I'm humble Staring at the blank page in front of me But there's not a drop of ink on the paper for shunning me Laughing at the feudal nature of my so-called efforts Preoccupied with only thoughts of her Session, pain, mind, repression My paper's empty, but I got it 
good at it I try to see her in my dreams using astral projection But I'm not nearly grounded enough And I'm a little bit erratic in my active direction I'm a little bit manic with my interconnections Cause my interconnection often comes undone I need that one-on-one, just need to touch someone But what I really need is to touch my love She's the only being riding my vibrational frequency Listen to her laugh, it's the only thing speaking to me So the waking hours of my day-to-day aren't enough I need my muse to look back at me like she's needing me To eliminate this writer's block that's got my sanity Teetering on the razor's edge on stage looking out thinking yeah you beautiful humans and I'm like what why is that man being an idiot man then? that girl look like she getting harassed fam swear down somebody yo my man yo yo Richard come off the girl man what's wrong with you left her being it she just wanna dance yeah just let the girl dance cause she just wanna dance yeah now everybody dance <laughs> Now everybody dance Yeah Dance Yeah 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 First man that I see Stepped up with a big bottle of brandy Acting like he was the man like Plan B She politely refused then he turned off key Second man approached with Bacardi Thought he was the life of the party Pull up in the face quite harshly Said no, we got nasty. Idiot. The next man saw it. He got the prosecco for exploring. Thought he could get in there for the glory. Till she turned away, ignoring, boring. Then fourth in the row came heavy with his snow, saying, Come speak to Charlie. But she was like, No, I'm alright, think you won. Here for the show. Then she moved to the front, and I see that she don't want brandy, don't want record, don't want prosecco. She wants only wanna dance on her own in the park She don't wanna dance with no man or anybody She don't want brand, don't want record, don't want Prosecco She wants Peter Charlie, only wanna dance on her own in the park She don't wanna dance with no man or anybody Cause she just wanna dance Don't get it. If she 
wanna check you then she'll start checking But right now she's on the floor and she's stepping Man needs to allow themselves and get tricking Now don't get funny with the woman if she don't wanna chat and ain't into your pursuing Don't mean she's a lesser or whatever you're assuming Cause your ego's dented, your life ain't ruined We your way near to rave and scan what you doing You don't wanna take part, leaving, stop screwing You don't need to touch every girl that you're viewing Cause she don't want that, hear the facts cause she don't want brandy Don't want record, don't want Prosecco She won't speak to Charlie, only wanna dance on her own in the park She don't wanna dance With no man or anybody She don't want brand Don't want Picard Don't want Prosecco She won't speak to Charlie Only wanna dance on her own in the party She don't wanna dance with no man or anybody Cause she just wanna and whiny with She Just Wanna Dance off of his Hospital Records LP entitled Blank Pages That's a timely tune if there ever was one And just to remind everybody that the vocal is brought to you by D&B Refined If you go to freshpapercut.com slash D&B Refined you'll find loads of drum and bass swag to whet that fashion appetite And to satisfy your drum and bass passion, focuses on artists like Nikki Black Market, Stereotype, Mr. Brown, myself, as well as other drum and bass institutions like Liquid Gunshot, Master Lab, Dirty Bass Audio, CCDNB, and a whole lot more. The vocal is also brought to you by Dirty Bass Audio, the label that put out my EP, The Ronin, as well as many others, including the Conrad Subs EP that just came out. Update Funk, the title track of which I am featured on. Well, right now we got this one coming in, courtesy of the legendary Seba and the equally legendary Robert Manos. It's called Ethrall. This is the vocal.
at the end there. That is Seba and Robert Manos once again. Next one up is from Vision Obi, who just put out an EP on Dispatch called Trapped Spirit. Gonna hear a selection from that entitled No Return featuring Incognito and Fentix. This is the vocal.
quench your thirst Beats run dark with the sucker punch first Catch you off guard as the wave inverts Better keep on your toes Stay alert, music disturbs Coarse, perverse, the frequency coerce So we'll land a universe Resistance absurd, under a curse Shackled to the sound, no return That one, that was lethal. Alright, this next one coming up is from an artist called Reflector, featuring another artist known as Anastasia. And she featured on my track, The Ronin. She's a fantastic singer. This track is on the Point of Origin LP on Shogun Audio. It's entitled Hold On Me. So sit back and relax and enjoy this one. This is the vocal.
Yes, indeed. That track is something special. Gonna keep it going with the songstress vibes. This is a second selection from the Hidden Lines EP from Colette Warren. And this one features random movement on production and the one and only Charlie Bricks helping her out with vocals. This one's called What You Do. This is the vocal. Keep it locked.
swear anything that random movement touches turns to gold. That man is just too talented. So once again, this is episode one of The Vocal. This is my podcast. I am Valiant MC, your host. I don't MC on here, but I do talk. And we talk a lot about vocal drum and bass music specifically. We listen to vocal drum and bass music. And we talk to drum and bass vocalists about what they do. This first episode, like I said, we've got the interview with DRS coming up. But first off, we're going to listen to a track. This comes courtesy of the one and only Degs, who is at the top of the world right now. That young man is doing good. This is She Wants You, the Black Sheep Spray Out. Production courtesy of RD. This is the vocal. Let's listen. Black sheep, black sheep, black sheep, yeah. Huh? Black sheep, black sheep, black sheep, oh. Black sheep, black sheep, black sheep, oh. Thanks. Black Sheep Freestyle. Shouts to RD. Hey, y'all. Yeah. Hey, ha ha. Black Sheep. Run down the wing, now my name's Aha Coming up raw like a state tartar Brothers wanna come around and get it on the roads But I'm only about wise man, no drama Cause I'm a three-course meal Head you over a starter Got chicks in my ever, but I'm not a martyr Only got hope, this is my charter 183 data Full win the game like a cold charter I see my dreams in the light in the tunnel So I don't give a fuck cause it's near not far I'm here for my team, my family, my squad Fresh crop in my hand, shout to my farmer Shit, I mean cheese though Haze crush, we breathe smoke I love drums and bass and people Bring fire, get heat stroke Shit, cause they really wanna war with us Informing us that they're here for the love still Three toes in your lungs, Bill In the dance, you know I'm the realest yeah. Don't wanna be this undefeated yeah. Cause I'm happy on the mic, man All haters retreating She know we got hype, you know we got love You know we got feeling She know we got hype, you know we got love Hey yo, cause I'm a part of the nice kids Got a touch with the music, Midas Be cool if you see me in the dance Cause I don't wanna lick off your head top, Isis Only joking, bro, I ain't like this Only got love for the beats and the rhymes And I kill him on the rhythm and I kill him with kindness Woo, I make fire, kid From my perspective, man I feel my time is running now I'm losing faith, I hate how introspective I'm becoming now Shit, how disconnected I'm becoming now Cause all the youngsters wanna do is flex as they're directed now But we should all be open-minded To the changes, bro, no faking, no And that includes myself Cause if we did, we'll discover newer sounds And you can take just flows The vision is the progress Keep the dances packed with shaking toes We love this music, yo And nobody takes it away from us And nobody's taking away your love If they hate, they sprayed enough They ain't saying much So now we'll bolster up our playlist We used to take this music places With our souls, transcended nations, yeah Uh-huh, black sheep, pop Black sheep, black sheep That's me mm-hmm. And sometimes it's fine to live on the outside And sometimes it's fine to move from the outline Tries to place you in these boxes It matters most what your response is Don't ever think your vibe is in decline Embrace the redesign 
free of the conventions It gives the soul some depth And let's be honest, it's the smiles that they don't get Black sheep From his album Poetry in Motion, this is MC Kappa featuring Malachi, and this track's called Gemini. We turn water into wine, fine line like an alchemist, resigned to a life, blind to the signs, I don't drink no more, I see clear in the night, no longer looking in the mirror, fear in my eyes, oh. Let the music do its work It's a gift and a curse Any travel in this earth Spreading light over dark My legacy's anonymous Gospel of Mark The whole world is a stage Play a part and be brave Till we launch into space huh. The lifetimes of a Gemini The whole world is a stage So play a part and be brave We all make mistakes Times of a Gemini
breaking into the last one before we get into the TRS interview. We got the one and only TRAC MC track from his brilliant album on V Recordings, Life in Motion. This is the making of featuring Atlantic Connection. This is the vocal. And treat the summer like this is my last dance Looking overseas, trying to make a pearl from a Pollution warp, heavy greed in this world hunger A world hungers for change to make it out of Fighting through a place, trying to shake off these doubters Might have to scream louder Push through the struggle to find the harsh weather If it's a puzzle, better get it together Yeah to a time your fails became a clever plan That one moment you saw fear but never ran The inexplainable, somehow you made them understand This is the making of All those nights you tossed and turned and couldn't sleep To a fight you fought to get to your peak To the many goals that became complete This is the making of Hitting clouds, all this life was just floating around. Such a trip taking, God speeding this nature. Empathy for a bliss haven, no miss unless you're mistaken. Rapid a vision bigger than capitalism. True words attacking the system, keeping enemies flinching. For the betterness, I'ma stay shedding wisdom. If and if it ain't a screen, you can tell the vision. TV's telling lies in high definition. Technology advances, controlled by the wicked. Internet and the web, the core in the genders. Unknowns that they may know. Or just mind benders Conspiracy files But let me digress For that's not the point I wanna stress Rather this It's a huge world Made for saving civilization Life that is toxic But what happens if it stops? This is the making of This is the making of He stood and made the bold speech Words heard around the world with a good reach To the fate of the pure hate they couldn't keep This is the making of To future lives born that will survive scorn To the righteous the fight to see the crimes gone To a past that surpassed that defined strong This is the making of The glory that running forward through hard circumstance The pain that wasn't no more that made a country dance The peace that came over plains and across the land This is the making of The making of 
promised, here is the interview with the one and only MC legend, DRS. Now, a couple things to keep in mind. I had to jerry-rig a recording situation to document the FaceTime conversation that we had. So it's a little bit screwy sound-wise, a little bit dodgy. I have a cold, and I can't even believe the number of times that I say like and um. But whatever. Here it is. Um, so let's just kind of start back at the beginning real quick. Um, like, what was it where you're like, I, yeah, I can do this? I, 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 I can just remember trying it. I can remember hearing it and then trying it in, in whatever that, you know, whatever primitive form that was like cat on a mat in a hat or whatever, however it came out. I just remember trying it and then I've never stopped trying it since that point. Well, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, it's just it's it's just mud. Yeah. So, were there any was there anybody in particular that you kind of tried to emulate in the beginning? Like, I remember I I just listened by the way to your interview with Uncle Doug. So I know you touched on this a little bit. Um, but was there anybody in particular who you really kind of? All right, I'm gonna kind of try to sound like this a little bit because when I first started, I I just because I didn't know what else to do, I kind of was channeling GQ a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, like you know, everyone does in drum and bass. Everyone does that because that is that's like you know, it's like the equator or something. It's like the full stop GQ. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, like everyone's been influenced by GQ. But like hip hop wise, it, you know, it's just yeah, it's just so so varied from like LL Cool J to Beastie Boys to. Just unrun the MC and just the early sort of Def Jammy sort of that first wave of like yeah of hip hop. That's that's what where my eyes widened. And then in the UK, it was like there was bits of sort of hip hop acts getting on, but it was very rare. So the rave thing come along and it became sort of a it was like a need an easier way onto a stage or in front of a crowd to be able to rap up, you know, the tempo of the beat was different or whatever. But so when I decided I wanted to do that and the first raves I went to, I heard GQ, MC Conrad, um, a few other MCs. And that was, that's when I knew, I thought, right, this, in this domain, I want to do this. And, and yeah, I've been doing it ever since. Obviously I still do hip hop. Um, all the time with like, you know, children as use and, and broken English, like strategy and chimpo skittles and all them. So I've always kept a foot in each, each sort of, uh, swamp. And yeah, so I wouldn't say there's really, um, one particular influence. It's just the culture, whether it's been breakbeat culture or hip hop culture, like, yeah, just what, you know, it's, it, it's just an engulfing, wave of emotion and smells and tastes and sounds and you know what I mean and it just engulfs you same same with the breakbeat thing same with hip hop you know people would probably shoot you down saying it hasn't got the same culture it doesn't but it really does and it's it's just as deep and um yeah and 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 these days it's a lot purer than hip hop you know um not that I don't love what's going on in hip hop but if you break it down to the essence and why people are mad and 
I'm moaning every day online and, you know, attacking young kids with tattoos on the face. Um, you know, it's, it, it's that, you know, it's, so I think like a heartbreak beat, drum and bass, jungle thing, whatever you want to call it, it's got a core following. It has for a long time. You know, there's so many different little pockets to it. It's got its own look, feel, you know, um, so yeah, I, I, I think, I'm just influenced by the both cultures and they're both as important as each other. So when you, when you're younger and you were like, you know, you were into hip hop and stuff like that, was, did you have like an album or two that you always went back to? Like no matter what, you kind of could always put it on. You never got tired of it. You found yourself listening to it more often than not. Yeah. Like there was, there was loads. There was like, you know, Doggy Style by Snoop. There was, um, the Far Side was like one of my major, major, major influences. Um, like just that laid back fun, not too seriously, but still got something to say, you know. Um, yeah, Bizarre Ride 2 is one I always go back to. Uh, Lab Cab in California, the second album as well. I, I listen to that a lot. But these days, I try, I really try and limit, try not to influence myself because with anything, I just, you know what I mean? I just brush past a lot of music. And then when I'm ready to sit down with, with it, I will. But when I'm in creation mode, I've got to keep, really try and keep sort of not over-influencing myself by listening to certain things too much or, you know what I mean? Because you can't help it, you, you know, as a human, you're just a sponge in it. So you just... Yeah, you, you know, you take the bits you like and, and leave the bits you don't, you know? Well, you know, that brings me to the next question, actually. Uh, well, not the next question. I was going to get to this a little bit later. But since you bring it up, you know, uh, a lot of comedians do that. They, they sequester themselves creatively so that they don't get overly influenced by, you know, other comedians. And but yeah. I'm wondering, is there is there music that you listen to for inspiration, like when you're writing and stuff like that? you know, that is, like, not really related to what you're trying to do. Um, I mean... Yeah, like, always. That, like what? Always that I like. Um, there's, there's so much, like... Even, like, I'm a big fan of, like, 80s pop music. Like, I listen, you know, to crazy playlists on, on you know, Spotify and other streaming sites, you know. Um, yeah. Um, but I listen to... Bits of, I, I've got this thing about listen, when I'm traveling about and stuff. I listen to like film scores, like um, oh, Blade yeah. Runner and things and other pieces, and, and um, really puts your day like the most mundane into like some movie, you know, like makes your life a movie. I've, I've, I've uh, been doing that a lot lately, but yeah, just just calm, calm music like Terry Callier. Um, Jose Felicianos, just like, just good music, man, just good, you know, either like real deep, drifty, ambient, or classically, or just like, yeah, just good stuff, but like, try not to, yeah, just not, not pollute them on my mind, man, try not to pollute my mind as much as possible. And that, uh, you know, there's times and places and you've got to take in every influence, but like I say, man, I've, I feel like, I'm reaching some kind of getting to like some kind of prime or some kind of, you know, clarity of it all. So I just think it's really important at this point just to get it all out and without being tainted by anything. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, it's a bit of a mad one at the minute. 
you know, you're talking about how you get your, you're kind of reaching your prime and, uh, I'm going to eventually get your pro You're in your forties, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm 43. I was 43 on the 9th of December. Just gone. Right. And I'm, I turned 44 in March and, uh, you know, I stepped away from drum and bass for like seven years and I came back to it and it's kind of weird. I, I think about sometimes how my kind of post like retirement, I guess you could say like drum and bass career is fruitful in a different way than it was before. And I look at how certain artists like, you know, Black Thought and Royce the Five Nine, they're doing stuff that now is better than anything that they've ever done. So I wonder, do you ever think about how you're kind of reaching your professional, like apex, your creative uh, zenith at yeah. like a later a later age? You know, you think about like a lot of these musical artists, and they're doing their best work when they're young. But it seems like a lot of people now are doing their best work when they're older. Like, you ever think about that? Yeah, like, yeah. And you yeah, and do you ever do you ever have any do you have any any thoughts on as to why that is? I just think. You know, it's like it's it's like an athlete or anybody or a boxer or whatever. The day you give up, your body will give up in it. So it's just like I just feel like you know the human mind it gets better and you know it gets better and it, as age goes on, you understand more, you understand life, and then you die. You know that's the beauty of it. Like you, you know, you get the here's the answer, right? It's your time, kind of thing. So you know, it's. Yeah, it's, it, it is a it is a mad one, but it is it's you know it's all got the timeline, and like basically, I can only speak for myself personally, but I I started trying like, but with my first album, you know, I was th probably thirty eight, thirty nine or something. I can't remember how many years ago it was, but yeah, that's when I first tried, and then that's you know things things started popping off from there, and now. Like I say, it's snowballing and getting bigger. It's the point where you should be winding it down and trying to, like, you know what I mean? Duck out is the point when it's, you know, it's going off for me. So, you know, I, I, I've said before, like, I, you know, <laughs> touch wood, but, you know, if I died on stage, I'd love it. Like, I, there's no, there's no end to the enjoyment or the love or, like, you know, we all get tired and we all, you know, have our moody, grumpy moments, but I wouldn't, you know, like I say, I'm very lucky. And, and the fact that it's getting bigger and better and, you know, I've got my own label and, and our club nights and tours and, you know, this, that and the other. And, you know, it's, it's stuff that I always wanted to do. And, you know, it's happening all, like you're saying, at a late, a later time, but I think it's the right time. You know, it's, it's, uh, well, it seems to be because everything's just, like you know slotting into place and you know you, you know you you got to take sort of positives and you know from people passing and you know and when marcus passed you know I, I really felt like you know my message to take that away from that is like you know marcus has uh, propped me up my whole career you know like helped me and da, da, da. like i've known him since the very first time i ever got on a mic in a club it was for him do you know what i mean so it's like you know, so, you know, when he passed away and the, you question and you look at things and like, I really thought, you know, that was a kick up the ass for me and like, look, it's your time to do you, put your own stuff out, do you and it's going to work, you know what I mean? And I think that was the message for me and like, that's after all the madness and, you know, 
the the feeling sorry for yourself and you know doing whatever you do to run away from them them feelings after all that that is what I took the positive I took away from it and that's you know was a big kick up the art I was thinking about it for a long time but that was just like yo we're doing it do you know what I mean and ever since then it everything's just fell into place you know like every every time we do something someone pops up oh I do that y'all can do this and you know what I mean and so it's uh yeah man it's it's there's no time limit on this and there's no, you know, you shouldn't let, you know, if anybody, society or your friends who dropped out of music and they're doing real life shit and, you know, you should never make, be made to feel like it's too late or you're like flogging a dead horse or what is this shit you're doing or, you know, I mean, because like I had that for so long and now, you know, like I say, it's finally getting into the to a place where, you know, we can do some serious shit, you know what I mean? Like on our own terms and it's, yeah. It's just, so to answer your, answer your question, yeah, it's, it's, it is happening later and it is, and the people who it is happening later for are the people who've realized they never want to stop doing this. And, you know, they never got rusty. They're just, sh- they're constantly sharpening because they're in, you know, whatever the lyrical gym or whatever you want to call it, wh- how, however they, keep their mind active they're doing it you know what i mean and they're doing it that well that they're still outshining the kids this you know and it's not about outshining but it's just you know if you're if you're an og like i never want to be one of them ogs who just got the og for because he's older and he was he's been about i want to be the og that like yo you know, we go, we still look up and we still, he's still pushing it and we still, it's still inspiring people. And, you know, so yeah, man, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy it's happening later and that because I, you know, if it would have happened younger, I would have probably just made a mess of it, man. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, it's funny you say, uh, you know, you want to show these kids, not show these kids up, but man, when, when Degs came out, I was like, shit. <laughs> like, I need to, I need to sharpen the fuck up because he, you know, he came out and, and I, I, there's other ones that are younger that are coming out too that are, are doing yeah, things man, that. I know just like, like group, just all rounders ready from, from like day one. They're just ready. Like, you know, I've become whatever I am. I've become that over, you know, 20 years. And, and, and now I wouldn't say I'm a finished article. I'm still, still growing and still learning things, but I'm, you know, but, but like your Degs is and, 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 you know, a lot of kids that are coming in, even Ninja, like I know Ninja from hip hop from you for years as well, you know, but like once they put that showmanship and they're ready, like it's like, rah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it does, you know, it's not, you know, and being an MC is, there's always, you know, rivalry and, you know, but it's 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 like friendly. It's like pushing pushing each other on. That's so you know I'm the only competition I'm in is with myself, man, and my body. You know what I mean? As as long as he, you know, both of them last, I'm good. You know, so yeah. So I'm just you know, and and I'm I'm happy that the influx of like your Degs is as well. It's just like brought it's brought life into into the scene. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, man. It's, it's it, I feel like you know I'm real excited and confident more confident about you know for a long time it's like oh what do you do drum and bass oh fuck, you know what i mean like <laughs> like it was some shit on right. you or something you know what i mean but it's it's yeah it's worked it's playing it's it's 
if you know, I think like 2019 is going to be the year of you know of jungle drum and bass. Like it's going to be that summer of it again, man. I can really feel it, and you know, um, yeah, it's good and uh, it, it's exciting to be ready at find at ready at that time when it's going to hit. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, man, it's cool. Real good times. Let's talk about uh, kind of sidestep a little bit and talk. You mentioned you know as long as your body holds up, and notice you 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 still skate. And, you know, we're getting older, so obviously skating is one of those things that gets more difficult as the years go on. I wanted to ask you, um, like, like, how old were you when you got into skateboarding? Uh, about, probably about nine or something, nine, ten or something, I'd say. Um, I, I like, I, I was living in Manchester. I just moved there from Liverpool, like, as a kid. And um, I don't think I'd ever seen it. I'd ever seen a skateboard before, and and there was some kid up from like the, he lived he was like from Cornwall, and that's like the equivalent of like I don't know like Cali or something like for surfing and all that. And he came up with like a, a skateboard, and I remember seeing him. And he went past me, and he ollied up a curb and like skated off, and it just like blew my mind, like, <laughs> absolutely like. So I I was just like trying to get one. We was making him like. At fucking, you know, putting wheels on the on planks of wood and fucking trying to, and then some kid came past on one of them little, you know, like a penny board, and like I was just like, yo, like I just swapped everything I owned for this penny board, and that that just became like my foot or my, you know, my third leg or whatever, and then yeah, from there onto a proper board a lot of years later, because you remember them times, it was like. It was a lot of money in it to get a, to be to get a new deck and that, so it was. Oh hell yeah! Everything was hand me down. Like three skaters have been through the deck. I'd get and the shoes and you know what you know hand me down t shirts and yeah. So it, it started there and then it, it also like the music thing with skating as well. You know, like it just opened opened your mind because like you know obviously a black kid from the city we weren't into you know fucking dinosaur junior or um you know or loads of skate rock bands or you know chili peppers or any of that stuff but like it from watching certain skate vids and that would sing along to the tunes and then by that you know by the end of it i'd you know i've got their albums and i've got cds of them people and primus and all kind just because it was in the plan b video or you know what I mean? There's so much, and yeah, so much knowledge and and yeah, but a better understanding of the world. I think if if you sit on the concrete, like no, not many people in their lifetime will just like you know come out of, in their clothes in the clothes that they've chose upon that day and just like sit on the concrete or just lie on the floor or just sit on a board or just like it's it's, it's hard to explain, but it. it, it you look at the world differently once you sort of become one with the concrete in it. You know what I mean? I don't, I can't, it's hard to put into words and I've tried a few times, but yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. No, I, I get it, dude. I, I got a, uh, a track on the new album coming out. It's, it's strictly about skating. And one of the things I remember the most about skating is that everybody that did it happened to be like creative in some way. Like they, they either drew or they play music or, whatever and you look at a lot of these old these pro skaters like from years back and they're all doing like creative things outside of skating now you know what i mean so it's like i I think there's definitely a link between skating and and the creative mind in general so 
What what was your uh, your first quote unquote proper board? Um, it was a Hossoy Street, and, and it was the same thing. I had I had um, like a penny board, and then when the the massive like skate boom happened in the eighties, there was these like real shit boards you could get for like ten fifteen quid. Oh yeah, like they looked the part, but like and you used to have that big bubble like you know stoppers on the on the back and <laughs> yeah. you know them things. So I got one of them. And then I remember going to the skate park and then seeing like proper boards and like someone was selling one and like another, another like thing. I just like, yep, yeah, sell my football boots, sell up, you know, my Game Boy, my fucking whatever I've got. Let me just, and I, and I ended up with a Hossoy Street and I had that for years. Because the thing with them boards as well, back in the day, in the day, like they last, like people, like I say, people have got them boards now and they're still like, haven't rotted and like you know what I mean like fucking like I've got friends who've got collections of old boards half skated and you know what I mean and like yeah so they lasted so like I had that a few years and then that, that Christmas I mean I got a Vallely, uh farmyard the double kick oh yeah I remember that one fuck the first that, that was the first ever double kick board you know <laughs> yeah um, yeah so I remember getting that and then after that I was just like yeah. I was, I was just a skate rat, so it was just like trading, going to comps, you know, buying, selling, fucking whatever you could to get like, you know, boards and shoes and fucking, yeah, to be, yeah, to get on, man. <laughs> yeah, I remember the first one, my first was a, a psycho stick. <laughs> and yeah. then uh, after that, I got a, a, the blind, uh, the first blind Mark Gonzalez was like the very first board I ever bought brand new. The whole thing was like new. It had bullet war paint wheels and, Indy 159s and that shit cost me back like 150 bucks. Sick. I uh, remember like you fucking clean the wind wheels when you get home and shit and like, you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking mental, man. When you got that new setup, the first ever brand new setup you got for Christmas, man. Oh, fuck Jeez. yeah. So was there, was there like a skater or two that you really, uh, like you really identified with? Like everything they did, you were like, oh shit. Because for me, it was like, it was not as like from the get-go yeah 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 it was, it was you know it would be all the same people it's like nice then it was like you know fucking i'm you know obviously as a black kid it was real at the time skating was like california white kids with blonde uh, big flicks and you know and like i remember seeing um ray barb ray barb dude i was just gonna say he was one of my favorite yeah. ones <laughs> yeah that and that 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 was it I'm telling you, like, he, I even dress like that now. You know what I mean? Like, it was, he looked so ill. Yeah. Just doing them no comply 360 shoves. Yeah. And just like, oh, man, it was just bad. His and part- I, I've hit him up. I've hit him up and, like, sp- I speak to him and I just say, look. Really? Like, you know, like, yeah. I just, uh, you know what I mean? I'm one of them. I'm just, I'm just a real person. So I just shouted him and I was just like, look, bro. Like, I don't, as a, as a black kid and, like, rare, rare, rare. And just laid out basically what I've just said and you don't know what he did and, I still fucking wear, you know, the black and white bumpers and like the black jeans and the, you know what I mean? The cap and just the colorway, you know what I mean? Like it was just so fly. And then obviously as time, time went on, it was like, you know, I got into like Sheffy, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, Dalman Agar, like the whole real thing, like Jim Fireball. I used to love all the SF sort of 
Yo, that segment, that segment in public domain with Ray Barbie and fuck, who, who else was, was there? Uh, Danny Way, I think, was in it. There was like four or five of them in the beginning yeah, of public yeah, domain. Yeah, yeah. And, and I love that set. I love that. And then the LA rocks in it. It goes to like, um, Mariano and Guns. It flicks to them then, like, in the, in the city. And that's, um, Paolo Diaz and all them, man. It's sick, man. Yeah, yeah. I still, yeah, I still love that video. But that's some great. Great shit, man, and great history. Just and like I say, all that stuff, like it's all as important. It's all like people are too segmented with this culture thing. It's like all oh, I just look at it is it's one big massive culture that goes right across into skating. You know, like I look at skating. If there's they say it's five elements, then there's six because skating's part. You know what I mean? Like yes. that's part of that story as well, man. It's so yes. you know what I mean, definitely, yeah. Yeah, All right, so let's uh let's time warp again. Now, you you from what I can tell anyway, uh you haven't done tons of interviews and you're not the most um out there person when it comes to uh being all over social media and stuff like that. You've always been pretty diplomatic in the way you talk about your peers and stuff like that. So I noticed that you never really talked very in depth about what happened with good looking. So I'm not going to ask you to get too into detail if you don't want to, but is there kind of like, uh, without getting into details, if you don't want it, is there a lesson you can take away from what happened? Yeah, of course. Like, you know, I, basically, you know, we were all like pretty much teenagers trying to run like a million pound fucking you know, business, you know, right, like, right. Uh, you know, a load of young kids and, and Tony running it. And, you know, like for a long, a long, a lot of years, I was pissed off and I was like, Oh, you know, properly my feelings about it. But when I look at it, it's like, I, you know, if you're kids and you're in business and rare, 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 you know, you make mistakes and, and, you know, you get your big, you get your fingers burned. And if you're clever enough, you get your fingers burned once and you live and you learn and it never happens again. And that's what I took from it. Do you know what I mean? But all it was, it wasn't like no big thing. It's just, you know, it, it just felt like at the time it was all about Bookham, you know, and, and it was like, you know, no one was, could do their thing. And it was, you know, cause it, it was all about the main artist, which I totally understand because it's his label and it's his thing. But that's, you know, that's just how it felt at the time. And we, you know, everyone on the label, they wanted to do stuff and, you know, things would, you know, things just weren't adding up, you know, so yeah, it's, 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 it, you know, it's sad because at the time the roster that was on good looking and that, and like, you know, now that like I've fixed things up with Buckham, it was not that there was, there was never an argument. It was never a fuck you or it was never a, it was just like, I'm leaving. That's it. And then when I did, I didn't speak to anyone for X amount of years and then. Obviously, it took a long, a lot of years to rebuild myself back up to like today. So, you know, ever since then, I've just, it's been that pushing me on, just like, look, you know, just, just crack on and just build your thing and, you know, you'll get your chance to do what you're doing. And I, I did. And like, you know, when Marcus passed, Buckham shouted me and was just like, you know, fucking rare, you know, big ups and, you know, sorry for your loss and all that. And I, you know, 
I was like, oh, cool. And I put the phone down. I was running back and I was just like, you know what? Whatever happened all them years ago, who cares? And it, you know what I mean? We was kids and rare, rare, rare. I don't care. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think about it. It, you know, something that happened, part of history. It's a great part of the story and that's it, you know. And like, he was like, yeah, you know, and what he said, whatever I did, you know, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? And I was just like, cool, you know, draw a line and, move forward and that's why we did I did two gigs one one night with him this year you know I might we might never ever do another gig together who knows but I just for me that was closure to that situation and you know I, I like to even if it got to a negative I like to like we'll, we'll find a way to make it a positive or at least we agree to disagree in a positive way do you know what I mean so yeah. um yeah, the, you yeah. know, that's the story of good looking. A load of people, a load of egos, a load of, you know, weed <laughs> and um, <laughs> partying and traveling around the world. And he said this and you was on one tour and this happened and then you was on the next tour. And, you know, just kids, you know what I mean? Just young people trying to make the best of a crazy situation that we've all found ourselves in. So, yeah, that's all. Um, you know, there's nothing, no big conspiracy. It's just, yeah, just, yeah, that's it. So, so speaking of, of, you know, the, the fizzling out of good looking after that all happened, you know, what did you do? I, I mean, I, I, I remember there was like a, a gap that you, you yeah, just weren't, just went, you, you weren't around. Literally, literally went and got a job in Pizza Express in the pizza restaurant and like <laughs> just just yeah because it was it was a crazy because the thing is why it all came to a head is because i was having um, my first daughter kaya who's 18 now um so it was like 18 years pretty much to the day like you know and it was like i would you know i was i was a kid my, my first child i'm panicking you know like and it was just like right i need to do this that and the other can you do this for me no uh, sweet. Then I'm gonna have to right. go and get a job, go back and rebuild. And, and during that time, I met Strategy. When I, I came back to Manchester and like got a job, got a new place to live with my family, and like got my head down, got a job like in a pizza restaurant. Was like emceeing for like ten quid on a Saturday night with Strategy, like a little freestyle night. I was just like literally just gone back to like sort of square one but with all this knowledge and you know connections and all this thing and you know that's where this whole thing began like the whole Manchester thing began when like the whole sort of base thing and what we're part of probably began when I come back to Manchester then I met Strats, Chimpo you know all these people and we start becoming the people that we are now do you know what i mean so draw the line from that though to when it was you and caliber on the breeze block because that mix when you when you came out with yeah. that i was like so oh shit yeah that's basically probably me taking a couple of days off from cooking pizzas marcus was like oh there's, there's this you know new guy dominic who we've we you know is coming over and he's making tunes and i think you'll get on with him i think you'll vibe with him it's a bit good looking he but this and that and you know a bit soulful and deep and I was like yeah and yeah so we'd met a couple of times and then it was like we went we went on 
like a two day bender, like drinking and like, cause we're like, you know, obviously like Caliber don't drink no more, but there's a reason why he didn't drink no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we, you know, we, we, we went ham. So like we've been up for a couple of days drinking and just done a mad one. And then it was like, Oh, you've got to go and record this mix. So it was like, yeah, Caliber was like green sweating in the, in the, on the decks and yeah I was in the mic booth and that's why like at the beginning where I mess up yeah you messed up (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, like like, we're just literally like fucking being peeled off of like a fucking pub pub's carpet and put in you know what I mean on prime time on (laughs) radio yeah you know what though man I I didn't catch that until maybe the second or third time I listened to it because I was like oh hey you fucked up there you 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 masked it well considering so yeah yeah no yeah on 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 our toes, man, on our toes. So, um, now that we're we're post GLR, you're you're working with um, Marcus Intellex, and you're working with Caliber and stuff like that. Um, did you make kind of a conscious decision to go? I don't want to say in a different direction stylistically, but were you trying to kind of get away from what you had been doing with Good Looking, like vocally, or was what you came back with the way you had just naturally evolved? I just feel like when with good looking, I hadn't actually found who who I was. Like you know, it was it was like because Conrad had the whole like sort of transatlantic sort of sound, like bit Chuck D kind of, you know what I mean, and like. We were, everything was like American hip hop, so like it was just the side. Like I just thought, you know, bit of Conrad, bit of GQ, bit of bit of hip hop, and like, but it was like it was kind of creating something that was palatable. But like, you know, it it wasn't really me. So after the whole good looking thing and like fucking coming back home to the north of England and like. You know, it's a real place, and I just, it just taught me. It's just like, look, just speak with your your Manchester accent, you know, because no one wanted to hear it then as well. If you had any, if it was anything other than American or London, like you might as well forget it. So, like, we was like I say, so made a conscious effort to like, yeah, to just to like find our own sound in our own voice and deliver it in our own way. And that took another 10, 10, 15 years. And then, you know, we get to like do physics and strats and, and that era of estate recordings and, you know, the, the beginning of where we are now. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of parts of the, in this story are entwined. Like, you know, the first time I ever played in Belfast, I met Caliber, but he wasn't Caliber. He was just some young guy. Who, who asked me for a bit of a spliff and I said no you know what I mean and like I remember like looking at his face and like I was like I never seen why was I so you know I know I usually share but I was like you know it's my last spliff and I'm in Belfast and we're here for a couple of days and like you know like basically loads of years went by and then Caleb was like oh do you remember that day you played in Buckham and he decided, described the room and he was like, you sat on the speaker and rare, rare, rare. And I was like, yeah. And my mind was there. And he was like, and you remember that guy you asked for, for the spliff and you told him to fuck off? Or he was like, no. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, that was me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, no <laughs> way. 
you know what I mean? So like, yeah, that, that, you know, everything's entwined and even, and, you know, in, and, you know, them, them life lessons where, you, you know, you don't know who you're, t- who you're saying no to and you don't know how, what that person's going to mean to your life, you know, and yeah, man, it's, 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 it's mental. It's mental. So you, right. You've got, well, you got, you've got two albums out. You've got uh, a couple of VPs and you've got a sh- shitload of singles. But when it comes to the albums, when it comes to the EPs, the more cohesive, uh, bodies of work, um, when you're writing lyrics, uh, do you kind of like, do you have stuff written already that you kind of like adapt to each tune or are you writing fresh or do you start off with like, you know, your hook or what, what kind of, yeah, what kind of, what's your writing process comes. like? Yeah, no, like, so, so I get the beats, I get sent some beats. I know like literally I can hear three seconds of a beat, like, and I'll know, yeah, like, I know, I can just tell, right. like, you know what I mean? So I do that, then it'll be like, right, I pick the beat, so we, we put that on, we've got that on loop, and then, like, I start thinking, you know, I start thinking, like, I might, if, it, if it's, like, you know, melodic, it's got a lot of melody, it might need a singing thing, I'll start humming, and, you know what I mean? It's just, like, yeah, if it's rap thing, I'll, you know, I'll start... I start freestyling or just like saying words, but I'll think, you know, I'll, I'll think what is beat, what I want to say, what is this beat? Like, oh, this is nasty. This is some voodoo shit or this is some, you know what I mean? Like, I, my mind just starts thinking them things and then as soon as like I say voodoo shit and then I'm on it, black magic fucking, you know, it's good. And then, with, you know, within seconds really, like it'll be there like an eight bar or something. Obviously, if it's writing songs like chorus, da, 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 it takes longer, but it's just a spontaneous, like, you know, I've got, like I say, I've been in the gym working this muscle for that right, long. Right. That it, it, uh, it's weird. It's just like, if, if if you give me the right feeling to let this off, then you, you just keep, as long as you've been keeping that feeling coming, I could, I've got enough for you. Like, it just, it just comes in it. I used to go, I used to have a lot of writer's block and, you know, not writing for long periods of time and that. And it's just like, yeah, it's, 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 it's like people go to therapy and speak to somebody and like, you get it off, off, off the chest. Like, if you listen to my music, it's, I'm, I, you know, I'm speaking some real life shit. You know what I mean? Like, so it, when after I say, like, for instance, the space age mix that me and Luke did, like, you know, after that, like, you know, I cried and then, uh, and then after that, I was just like, my God, I've just like let, it. I feel like I've been carrying this shit for a few years and I've wanted to say it all at once and never be had the, the chance to, or the time or whatever. And then like literally sent me the, that mix and I just wrote to it, like literally like fucking wrote a fresh deck and like, like I say, it was just like, I exercised so many demons, said so many things to so many people that I wanted to say. And, you know, yeah, it was just, it, you know, it, it's, it's mad. So, like, yeah, the writing process is as soon as I'm inspired, you know, I'm away. I like I'm away, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that mix, actually, especially in the end, that, that last that last verse about Marcus. Um, 
Yeah, that sound that sounded fucking heavy, man. Like I, I don't, I don't. I was gonna say, you know, was that a, a therapy, a therapeutic thing for you? Um, yeah, of course, man. Of course, the, but the whole thing, the whole thing, like, you know, yeah, you know, the whole thing. If you listen, if you listen to it, like you're listening to somebody giving themselves therapy while giving it to the world so they might be able to use it to you know what I mean to make them f- feel better for their whatever's getting them down or whatever fucking rain cloud they're stuck under do you know what I mean because you know we're, me and me and Caleb are blues men innit we're like we're not we're not like hey, jump around hey you know what I mean like it's not it's not that thing you know and that's why this 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 drum and bass fucking the whole culture what I keep talking about is so important and so amazing because you there's so many little pieces to it and there's a little place for everybody do you know what i mean and like for some reason like you know some people people love this blues thing do you know what i mean it's like it's got hope and it's got what is you know it is it's it's real real music about real stuff do you know what i mean yeah, I was going to ask you. I, I again referencing that Uncle Doug's interview. You know, you you mentioned yeah, me and Caliper make blues. And I was going to ask you what you meant by that, but I think you just explained that. Yeah, my, I, I yeah, no, in the classic sense of the word, like you know, melancholic like feelings music. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you know, yeah, just just yeah, feelings music. Just what it, whatever that banner banner it comes under, but yeah, yeah, it's, uh, emotive. I mean, like. Music that'll make you feel something other than just like making you want to dance. Like after it, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna take something away from it. Do you know what I mean? Well, you've never, you've never shied away from being, uh, socially and kind of politically conscious in your lyrics either. Uh, so I wanted to ask you, um, do you think there needs to be more political and social awareness, uh, in drum and bass? And what do you say to people who think that there shouldn't be any in drum and bass? Like, you know, oh, it should be a, it should be the kind of place you can escape that. Like, what do you, what, what do you think? What's your position on that kind of thing? I think, you know, like I say, there's a tight, there's, there's a place for everybody and a, and a little corner where you can, if you want to listen to political or you want to listen to, you know, deep or, you know, this, like I say, there's something for you and there's a place where you can, go to a rave and listen to it or you know me personally whatever you know whatever made whatever when i woke up in the morning i made that song whether it's political whether a love song whether angry or whatever it was you know what that i was put into that emotion by the world on that day you know what i mean and like so i was put into that emotion by the world on that day then someone emailed me a beat. I played that. I was like, shit. I put them two emotions together and then I sent it out into the world, innit? And, you know, so it's, you know, if, if I turned on the TV and it's about Brexit and fucking everyone's going crazy and losing, losing the shit, then the, you know, the, I hear some nasty, like harder beat. I'm going to go in on some espionage fucking government, you know, conspiracy shit. Do you know what I mean? It's just, you know, these are all, thoughts that go through every human's head and and the lucky thing me and yourself and a few other people have that we get to stand in front of people and say it in it like you know he could go down like a lead balloon you know he could you know what i mean but we're you know 
you know, where the fucking the renegades you you like, you know, who will stand up there and and fucking pour a heart out to, in front of a room of full of people and like, you know, more time they might be just all off the tits, fucking and just not and miss the whole message. You know what I mean? But get the energy of it, um, or you know, and that, yeah, it's, it's it's all working on different levels. And there's other people who will be in your inbox the next day, like, oh my god, you said that, and it was this in my life, and blah, 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 and it meant this, and blah, you know, and it, and that's as important as the guy who's just off his neck, just had a good time raving. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, so it's it it. It's, you know, like you never try to be the have a message or whatever. It just if it's you, if it's you, and that actual topic makes you feel something, you're gonna mention it and it's gonna come out anyway. It's not like, you know, I bet like Chuck, like I said, in before Chuck D or some common or some super conscious rapper, I bet they don't, you know, wake up or start off writing. Oh, I'm gonna fucking change the world with this rap. It's just where they're from, you know. They, um, how they've brought up or whatever your mind's just how it works isn't it you know right. I'm, like, I'm just lucky that I've had a, I've had you know some good some really good points of reference and input into into my life at vital times so you know I, I, I understand a lot of things and a, a lot more than most people from where I'm from and you know what I mean so yeah it, you know I went a bit off off on the question, but yeah, it's just no, no, no. It's, it's, just, it's all good. Yeah, just just how you feel on that, how I feel on that day, and how the world's made me feel. That's what's going to come out, and then I just need to find the beat, which is the vehicle to get it to the people. You know what I mean? Let me let me ask. I, you know, I, I noticed you uh, whether it's in a mix or whether it's on a track. Um, a lot of your tracks sometimes will be even just four or eight bars, like you. The, the producer that you're working with and you, it's like you've maximized uh, the four or eight bars that you're using uh, to its fullest potential. And I wanted to know, do you, how much input do you have as to how much, how your voice is used? Do you have like ideas about how it should sound on a track? Like that kind of thing. Yeah, of course. What I'll, what I'll do is, is like when, when I record the beat, so I'll, I'll, I'll edit all the vocals because I, because no, like, so I'll record it, I'll chop it, edit all the uh, excess bits out and fade in and out all the edges and da da da. I'll cut, you know, right. I'll do a version where like I'll do some edits, bits of effects and I'll send it to them. And then obviously I'll send the dry vocals. So sometimes they'll choose to use that exact arrangement or a bit of it and then they'll do a bit what they did or whatever. Sometimes, you know, I send it to people that sounded banging. They're happy with it. Then they overproduce the shit out of it, and then <laughs> you know, well, when, and then it's you know it sounds horrible, and we have to go back. Or sometimes them tracks never come out for that reason, or you know, it's it's it. Uh, but a lot of the people who I work, if you look, and the people I work with, uh, you know, more than once or a lot, it's because they get it, they get like they understand my voice, they understand how to mix it, they, you know. I just lay it on a, you know, I take all the work out of it. So what what producers say is to get a vocal, fucking, you know, 20 layers of it. They've got to chop it all up. They've got to fucking, so I just do all that. I edit it. I'll trim it. I'll move it all in time so it's all perfect. Like, so when it leaves me, 
all they've got to do is mix it. Like, they, you know, so I, I've learned over time, the less that people can fuck with your shit, the less it tends to be fucked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like it. That's a, that's a good lesson, man. Uh, you, you know, yeah. I've, I've noticed, you know, on tracks though, you don't, you don't do like a lot of like double ups. You don't do a lot of ad libs. You know, your voice nah, is pretty like, like raw, by raw, itself. Like, yeah, yeah, just like, yeah. Raw. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it needs it or it's, you know, for the vibe of it, it needs ad-libs and that. But yeah, more time, I just like one track, you know, I've got a strong, deep voice, you know, like it's it it can carry, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But obviously the singing stuff will be layers and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's what, whatever for each individual track whatever it needs i'll hear that once i get get going you just you know just go into all of autopilot and just know start to hear what what the track needs because all i do and the, the best thing i could say to mcs is to do is to to make you know write shit that you want to hear if you was a if you if, if i was a raver and i i, I was in the rave uh, the shit that I write is the stuff that I'd like to hear. So, like, I'd like yes. to hear yes. singing a bit of this, a bit political, but so you know that's I, uh, it's a good bit of advice. I get that, man. Hey, let me ask. Uh, why, did, why, and when? I guess did you start singing? I mean, had you sung before, or was this kind of like a new thing when you started it? Yeah, it was a, just a new thing. Basically, there's a track by broken english called trying and there's a caliber remix of it right right um, and that is the first track that i sung on like obviously you sing when you sing along with with songs and you know you you hear that you can like i've never been a great singer but i know i can hold a note to i know the boundaries of my ability like i'm not tyler daly you know what I mean? <laughs> no one like, is <laughs> you know but I, I can, you know, I've got my little pocket and I can do good in that pocket. But if I step out of that, then, you know, it, it's not, you know, it's not going to sound good. But, right, right. you know, so I just, I'm just learning more and more about how to use my voice as an instrument and like how it can be bent and in, in molded and squashed in, into like so many different sounds and shapes. And, you know, I mean, and, um, that's what's keeping it interesting, you know, like, singing and like just try you know just trying things and just you know yeah like coming across styles and stuff by mistake you know yeah uh so yeah. let's let's jump out of the craft for a second space cadet it's uh your label um name, yeah. name of the mix it's the name of the ep so what is the significance of the name space cadet it's just it's just something i've been called all my life because i've always been um a stone off. I've always, you know, been into skating. I've always been into science fiction, a daydreamer. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah, I'm, you know, that's my escape. You know, it might, it might be some gray estate outside and, you know, crazy shit going on and whatever. But when I'm walking through it, like I say, I'm listening to a Blade Runner soundtrack. My mind's like, you know, I'm, I'm in outer space when I'm, yeah, my imagination is, is a, you know, my, one of my, well, it's my greatest friend, actually. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it's all about that ethos, you know, the growing up in the eighties and flight of the navigator and, you know, just, just like the, the whole science fiction, like hip hop crossover culture back to the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
yeah, yeah. Just that, that, that's what it is, man. It's just like, yeah, I'm a space cadet. The world, I know the world's full of them as well. As I'm, as I'm realizing now that I'm putting out the stuff because they're all <laughs> popping up. Do you know what I mean? So Absolutely. It's, yeah, it's just for the daydreamers and the people who, the escapists in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. it's for them, man. It's for them. So, I last couple things I want to touch on uh, before I let you go. But uh, I've noticed that you're directing a lot lately. Now, um, you and Tarnish Vision. Uh, yeah, that's me and me and my friend uh, Ben Holston. Okay. Big ben. Yeah, just those two. We we film, we edit, we we um, grade. We yeah, we do it all, man. Now, it's basically started. When it, with the I Will EP, all them videos are the first videos that we ever did. Um, Marcus was like, we've got a, I can't remember what it was, man, like a grand or a grand and a half or something to do three or four videos. I've got this video guy, he charges way more than that, there, there, there. Uh, uh, you know, have you got any ideas? And I was just like, we've been f- toying with the idea. Ben's really good with uh, photographs and and lighting. Is is still photographs. So it's just like should should we just take that budget, get a, a steady Ronin, a get a you know get a lens and you know just try it. And yeah, so the I will video was the first one, which is like fucking. We were so blown away by when we did that. It just inspired us to go on, and we did the this love and. The city won't remember your name. Um, yeah, we did all that video for every tune anyway. So off the back of that, then like people in the city, like our friends, Children of Zeus, you know, um, Chimpo and all them guys, they started asking. So now it's become a production company where, you know, we're, we're, we're sort of becoming the, like the, the, the view, the viewpoint for, this new Manchester wave that's going on and the, the whole exciting IMDDB and all these, you know, like we were doing videos for their, for them at early stages and they're blowing up and, you know, it's, yeah, it's really cool, man. It's really, really cool. And it's just like, like I say, it's just another extension to the art and the culture and like, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. So, <clears throat> you know, if music and, do loads of music and I just need a little break. Like we go and shoot some videos, you know what I mean? And like refresh my mind and then I come back with like loads of new ideas and, you know, yeah, new visions and stuff. So yeah, man, it's real, it's really cool. Um, yeah, I was going to ask how yeah. that, how did, uh, how'd that clear green video come about? Yeah. Same, same thing. So like, um, the guy who's skating in the video, Ben Grove, who's a pro skater, he, also manages like indie bands and stuff and he shouted us he was just like look we've got a bit of budget and i've got a rooftop what you know you got fucking you know what have you got any ideas and he was just like right fucking you're trying to get to the party or whatever bam 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 chase you through the city right. so i'm skating i'm skating after him with the rolling as well like through the city um yeah just it's it's becoming like like i say this new wave of Manchester, whether it's indie, whether it's whatever, because we're about making videos, was sort of like by accident, accidentally like becoming, like I say, the <clears throat> sort of production company for the young, the up and coming and what sort of hot 
shit in the city and it, you know it's I know that's going to end up like real fucking exciting do you know what I mean because we're already like thinking about like writing pilots for for sort of you know sitcoms and and little little things and you know what I mean so yeah that's um, awesome yeah definitely you know we're excited about that it's just another like I say it's just another extension to the music yeah. um, it's like today we just filmed the video for forget this all for the skeptical tune you know um, right we've just, just been editing and just having a break and then fucking um, that's going to probably be out tomorrow or Friday, you know what I mean? So it's like fucking, we work fast, like, you know, yeah, it's just exciting, man. It's just like the same in music, fast, erratic, chopping up and, you know what I mean? Like fucking bang two people banging their heads together and, and coming out with like pieces of art, you know what I mean? Yeah, so this, the Space Cadet EP is out today, correct? It's out on our band camp for till Friday, Friday morning, and it comes out on every on all the stores and oh, okay. uh, shops and stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, anything else uh, in the in the pipeline you want to plug? Um. Yeah. There's there's something really big that I can't mention. Uh, see, why do <laughs> you gotta do that it's, if you can't mention it? Nah, but like, it's like <laughs> the thing is, you like the, you'll find out pretty soon anyway. So, you know, I mean, right on, right on. They like, just like, yeah, keep your eyes open because, like, yeah, expect the unexpected. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> are you, uh, are you planning another album anytime soon? Or are you going to kind of stick yeah, with the I EPs thing? I don't know. I'm just enjoying, I'm just enjoying, like, m- making music and being creative and just, you know what I mean? Like, that you've done, done this EP to buy myself a bit of time. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I've probably got like 10 albums on my computer in a real good <laughs> right. creative space. And I'm just like, yeah, when the time's right, I'm sure something will happen. You know what I mean? So it's just, yeah, I'm, um, yeah, it's good, man. It's good, good times. All right. Perfect. All right, dude. Thanks a lot. This is, this is the, the first interview I've got. So this is, this is big for me, man. I, I really appreciate your time. Nah, blessings, man. Blessings, like, you know, and like I say, man, I'm fucking, I like to, fucking do everything if I can do everything I'll do everything man I just want to be yeah supportive of people who fucking holding holding the corner you know what I mean Where, whatever part of the world it is man so yeah and I'm, I'm over soon innit so let's link man if, I, if I'm close yeah when you like, when you I'm coming over, over next I'm over in February um, I know there's a I think there's a couple of Canadian dates as well so I'm not um, I reckon it's pretty much 100% that we'll be doing Toronto Okay. Um, cool, cool. Yeah. So, like I say, just keep in touch, and then if I'm over, man, definitely come and link. And that, um, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, I'll hit you up, man. Once you've got the thing done, send me it, man. I'd love to have a listen and shit. Cool. All right, man. Well, I will uh, talk right, to you soon. I right, have a good weekend. And you too, man. Right. Take it easy. Yeah? Easy. Rest in the bro. And that wraps it up for me. This is the end of the first episode of The Vocal. I am Valiant MC. That was my interview with DRS. And this is a track from his new EP, Space Cadet, entitled Rain Dance, featuring the production talents of Galaxy. Please go to the Space Cadet Bandcamp and support him directly. And until next time... Talk to you all soon.
life in the city where the rain's from Roll a little something till the pain's gone Don't let the devil take you Don't let him ever take you We live in life in the city where the rain's from Roll a little something till the pain's gone Don't let the devil take you Don't let him ever take you Temptation and temptation, that's all I see All I see because I'm weak, my demons follow me Follow me, sometimes I sin so much I swear they swallow me Swallow me, sometimes I sin so much I swear they swallow me Swallow me, I don't need no books and mass control No right and wrong, you see Right from wrong, light from dark, you see Purest heart and free If you come to D, you'll only get the realest love you need And ladies, buy the realest love you need I don't mean the kind of love received By lying down or bobbing on your knees Creating seeds that will grow into be angry you just see How the cycle starts to wheel Ask me how this darkness feels as it's clawing out my heels, as it's clawing out my heels Locked in seven day cycles, time to spread the message Only got enough but two, but watch I try and stretch it I can see by your expression that you kinda get it I can see by your expression that you kinda get it Take you Don't let him 
Roll a little something till the pain's gone Don't let the devil take you Don't let him ever take you We live in life in the city where the rain's from Roll a little something till the pain's gone Don't let the devil take you Don't let him ever take you My apartment is infested with koala bears It's the cutest infestation ever Way better than cockroaches When I turn on the light, a bunch of koala bears scatter. And I don't want them to, you know? I'm like, hey, hold on, fellas. Let me hold one of you. 